Oh, we're recording. <laughs> this is important. You should We're setting the tone. Setting the tone for the podcast. If you would like to the occasion, I would like to the audience. No, you could have added this if I was doing it. Chariots of Fire. Oh, okay. It's copyrighted material. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad that we probably won't run into any issues with that. No, not uh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I think it will keep going on forever. <laughs> I'm gonna do a tasteful fade out. Fade out. Because the songs will go up and down as you move your phone away from the Beautiful. mic. Beautiful. Wow. I love the hit song Chariots of Fire from the movie Chariots of Fire. It's just called Chariots of Fire theme song. I don't know what Chariots of Fire is about, I think but there's a whole bunch of gladiators. lads running. Okay, that's not it. Look at, look at the lads running on the bottom of the picture. Is it about football? And it's lads about, it's it's running lads. Running lads. Oh, running I'm gonna lads. Google Chariots of Fire. This is a great cold open. Char- don't break the fourth wall. Sorry. <laughs> this is a great start to the episode. Chariots of Fire is a 1981 British historical drama film. It's based on true story of two British athletes in the 1924 Olympics. So are there chariots? And Scottish Christian... A devout Scottish Christian who runs for the glory of God. Is it both? (laughs) And Harold Abrams, an English Jew who runs to overcome prejudice. Oh my god. Incredible. Incredible. Um, But are there chariots? Are they on fire? Uh, Let's see. Why why, why do we have chariots? Plot... You know the song Chariot by um Oh it's it's a it's a qu- quote from the Bible thing. Chariots of Fire is a Bible thing. Okay, well that The film's title was inspired by the line Bring Me My Chariot of Fire from the William Blake poem adapted into the British hymn Jerusalem. The hymn is heard at the end of the film. The original phrase Chariot Chariots of Fire is from Two Kings, two I don't know how to say the thing where you have two and then you know, no. How, how do you, well, how do you say that? Is it just six seventeen? Yeah, I think it's just six seventeen. Okay. Um. Do you know the two thousand five hit single by Gavin DeGraw, Chariot? No. Okay. Well, should we listen to it? <laughs> should we listen to it? I'll, I'll look it up. Hold on. Give me a second. Um, because this was on my um the CDs that I used to burn. Oh. It's a fucking. T- 
Oh. I think I know this song. You must. It is a it is a it is a bop. I hope the audience is loving our chariot themed opening. Even from the mother Do you know there's an Elvis Presley song called Swing Down Sweet Chariot? Do you wanna do you wanna play that? I think we should play that. Okay, hold on. It's from, it's from a musical. I want them to just say chariot. I want them to say chariot too. Unless you do something about this problem we got with Miss American Labor. She's given you a lot of office crappers. I'll tell you what you do. You send her over to the hotel before the dinner break. I'll take care of her. Okay. <laughs> the, the top comment on this video is, as Quentin Tarantino wrote for True Romance, a man can think Elvis beautiful and not be gay. Um, <laughs> no. The, the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> I think if you think Elvis is beautiful, you're automatically a homosexual. Uh, automatically, <laughs> the second the thought enters your mind, you're yeah. gay. Yeah. There's the chariot song. Oh, there he said chariot wheel. Okay. okay. There's a song um by Betty Curtis called Chariot. Oh, really? Want, yeah. Yeah. I want to play, play, play. <laughs> play it to me. Oh, I like this. This is great. I love this. This is perfect. This is the ultimate chariot. This is the ultimate. <laughs> what is it? Let's see. It starts with a chariot. It, yeah, it just it's a chariot. It, it dives up. head in first. You know what you're coming from. Did you know there's a song by <laughs> Petula Clark called Chariot, and in parentheses, I will follow him. Yeah. Oh, let's listen to it. <laughs> oh, there's an ad first. Let me take. Why am I on Why YouTube? Why are you using YouTube? Why are you using Spotify? I like, like to be a bit different. Oh, it's the, the same? same song! So it is the ultimate chariot. It's the ultimate chariot song. Hold on. Or have we exhausted this? Have we exhausted the bit? There's there's something called- Wait, oh. no, 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 no. There's a song called The Chariot by the Cat, Cat Empire. Empire. <laughs> I found the same one. <laughs> we have to, we, I think we, we have, have to listen to it. I'm very curious what this is going to be. I wonder how many copyright claims we're gonna get from this one episode. No. This is fucking smooth. Oh, no, don't play it. What going on here? What going on? A lot of musical storytelling. Yeah. A lot of, are uh... we in a spaceship? But how like, are they jazz spaceship. Jazz spaceship. And how are the cat? How's the cat empire <laughs> playing into this? Is the cat empire on the spaceship? It's like Mass Effect, but it's cat, 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 cat empire. Cat empire. It's like it's like Mass Mass Effect with Tali and her folk who live on the flotilla. No, you know? it's actually like. Is this the best? Chariot this is the best chariot song. Is this what Sky is? No clue. I don't know either, but I keep thinking this is like Sky. This has the Sky energy. That hey. I don't know what it is, but if you told me this is Sky, I'd buy it. Yeah. Just say Chariot. Because you can only stop listening when you say Chariot. Give us a Chariot. Give us the Chariot. 
it better be in this place. And I want to know how the cat's playing to this. I think it's like, um, the secret cat. Is the cat singing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. go. Anyway, we're recording today from the same room. Hey, we're um we're hanging out together right we're now. We're occupying the same physical space. We are literally on the same couch. We are within the same four walls. We are in the same four walls. We are listening to the same music, music. at the same time. And we're not staring at our screens. No. We're looking at each it's other. In the <laughs> eye. In the eye. We're making direct eye contact. Oh god, I need to take a moment. It, I it feels it's it very feel, weird. It feels a lot. Feels I've a never lot. I've never done this podcast like looking at you. I am oh, at all times on three different Wikipedia pages. I, when, uh, this is, Mari, when we record, I have you on big screen. I have you. I stare at your face the whole time. <laughs> I have you on my small screen. And then I have. This listen, is. Listen, listen, I have two screens though. I have you on my small screen and then Wikipedia articles on my big screen. Okay. So that I can look at the studio lore as we're doing the podcast. Fine. Fine. And usually I'm looking up stuff and I forget. And I'll turn, well, if we're doing a bit, I'll look. Oh, oh, then, then I'm, then you look, oh, that's So that's it's very warping. Now. Anyway, um, we have never recorded the podcast together since, bef- like, we started the podcast remotely. Yeah. 18 months ago? Jesus. March 2020? When, <sighs> when we thought, we started the podcast two weeks before the pandemic. Yeah, we used <laughs> Or we started recording. We didn't release until... We didn't release until the pandemic. Yeah. And we still thought that was a temporary thing at the time. Yeah. I remember that. we were thinking, oh, you live in Germany, I live in Finland, it's going to be so easy to travel and see each other to record podcast episodes. Which is true, because it's not actually difficult to go from Berlin to Helsinki. It's just like one sea that you have to swim over. It's just the pandemic, you know. It's just the pandemic. But it turns out that if you buy a ticket and you get on a plane now and you you got two shots in your side of unknown origin <laughs> you get to go you got the good medicine you got the good medicine you got the good juice got pumping through your veins yeah they'll allow you into the country where your friend lives and you can record the podcast together and most importantly you can watch cats we together we can watch cats together we said in january of 2020 to, yeah that the next time we meet up, we'll watch Cats together. For the podcast. For the podcast. And we expected it to be sometime April. around April. April. You know, if, you know, we were like, we'll see each other in a few months. Yeah. We essentially live, like, you know, there's, there's, it's so easy. It's, it's, guys, it's so easy. It's so easy. And then 18 months later. <laughs> here we are. We finally met up. We met each other first time. For 18 months. And the first thing we decided to do... Is watch cats! <laughs> Sorry. Here, hold on. See, that's why I wanted to move it. Yeah, well, if you just move the... If you face there we it go. more out. Yeah, okay. Don't touch it. Don't touch there, it. I don't touch it anymore. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Because the last time we hung out, we went to Disneyland. And we wanted to see cats. And we wanted to see cats. We wanted to... We purposefully went to the cinema and Disneyland Paris because we wanted to excel... Like, accelerate our overall experience of going to Disneyland, yeah. a place that we... Love. Just get as much, like, <laughs> content in your veins. Add as much exposure to, like, insane things yeah. that we could. Yeah, and um, we decided that we were going to go watch Cats. But turns out the French 
didn't have cats in English at the time. We didn't have cats at all. I can't remember what, what it I was. I don't think there's cats at all. Yeah. And we could only go watch French movies. Um, so we didn't because fuck that. Yeah. So we went to Hard Rock Cafe instead. <laughs> we went to Hard Rock Cafe, which was the worst dining experience of our entire lives. Yeah, the nachos were like nuclear. Yeah. Literally, I don't think... I think... Um, the cheese was three centuries old. <laughs> I drank something that could only be described as the color blue. <laughs> You experienced the color blue in its worst form. <laughs> and I don't know what I ordered, but it was it was definitely blue. That's what I remember. If you ever go to Disneyland Paris, and like we encourage that you don't because we're an anti-Disney podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, famously an anti-Disney We're famously podcast. anti-Disney. We just... That's it. Don't look into it. Don't look into it. Um, we also encourage you to avoid the Hard Rock Cafe. Um, Unless you want to be disappointed which if that's an opportunity you want to experience <laughs> if that's what you're into yeah if you've if never had a disappointment into. in your life i'm like fair order whatever the blue thing was at yeah. the hard rock cafe and the nachos and then literally sit there as you contemplate how you got to this point and, and here we are a few months later <laughs> we've had nothing but good food over the last few days we've had insanely good food yeah um Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Swamp It Up. Welcome to Swamp It Up, the podcast where we rate every single film known to man against our accepted Shrek Cinematic Universe canon, which in this case, still, is only Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. Mm-hmm. Shrek we 3. haven't been swayed yet. Shrek 3 isn't canon. Shrek, Shrek 3... I cannot state this enough. <laughs> Shrek 3 is not canon. Uh, my name is Mari. I'm Rena, And we are your hosts in the same room. And your intrepid hosts in the same room using one microphone who will know how this will pan out oh one microphone that we just spent about 10 minutes playing songs off of our phones <laughs> into as we talked over it at the same time which i'm sure will sound delightful absolutely gorgeous and beautiful um how are you coming to the podcast today Rita? you um, can now it's like you've hung out with me for like a day and a half now so you have to say something nice i know i know <laughs> i know and like before this we went on a journey exhilarating journey of listening to all cat songs oh exclusively cat songs so i feel pumped the fuck (laughs) i've eaten i ate candy for breakfast i had two cups of coffee i have skimble shanks in my veins i am who knows where this podcast will go I'm experienced in shrunky energy at its zenith. I think I am at the shrunky energy too. I am like up there with the shrunky energy. Yeah, I'm I just say, like we're at the beginning of the journey. Yeah, we're on our way to say Fiona. We're on our way to we're say Fiona. Bonding. It is having fucking, a good time. We are pumped. We're pumped. We are pumped, and it's just like we're fucking ready. The shrunky dynamic is here. This is it. Let's this go. It. Let's fucking do it. But we're doing things a little differently today. Yeah. We. <clears throat> if you didn't guess from everything, everything from the last fifteen minutes. At, including the part where we say we watched cats. Including the part. <laughs> and all the chariot songs, they're part of this. They're part <laughs> They they will you'll you'll be surprised. They will play a big yeah, part later yeah. on in the podcast. <laughs> Just you listen to the end where we get to the to It's the... gonna be an insane build up and you're gonna be like, How did they get there? <laughs> this is like, you know, fucking incredible that they managed to ramp up the storytelling to the point where they get to the chariot chariot bit <laughs> it's truly like a force majeure <laughs> <laughs> we watched cats we watched cats the 2019 tom hooper joint <laughs> <laughs> which is how you that's the first frame in cats is that it says tom hooper 2019 joint, joint like, yeah. it says 2019 between brackets <laughs> 
we also alluded to this last week when we said this is a momentous occasion. It is a momentous occasion. It is momentous. This occasion. is our momentous occasion. Like you know, it's it. What can we- it's a weekend of momentous occasions for a number of reasons, but specifically this one. <laughs> I would say this is the most major this momentous the occasion biggest, that's happened this it's weekend. Sep- it's September 12th. And this is the biggest, biggest momentous occasion in this weekend. In this weekend. Nothing else. Nothing else. I will fuck it. If there's a big like world event that happens like tonight, I'll be so annoyed. I will. It, it won't eclipse this. Okay. It, it, it can, it can like, by the rules of nature, it can only happen after clock strikes 12. Yeah. If they, even if they solve the, the whole pandemic. Like no, they solve it has no the bearing whole on this. It doesn't fucking matter. This is still more momentous. This is more momentous than that. Um, Usually we, we do stuff in this podcast, but today do we don't do stuff. <laughs> we have decided that we're going to take a leaf out of old Deuteronomy's book, mm-hmm. and we're going to rate the cats. We're going to rate the cats. We're, we're going to get to see who gets to go to Heaviside Lair. To Heaviside Lair. Okay. First of all, I want to get this out in the open. I want to say something controversial. The Cats movie isn't as bad as everyone said it was. We were led to believe it's a humongous pile of steaming, fly-ridden shit. (laughs) And it was watchable. It was... I'm not saying it was good. It it, wasn't good at all. It wasn't good at all. Indeed, it was, like, far away from a good piece of media. (laughs) But it wasn't... It was a movie. It wasn't a full-on baby diarrhea. Yeah, but it was a movie. It was like, you know, a movie. It, it, against all odds. Against all odds, this was a movie. And we were told it was going to be funny because it was going to be so bad. And it was just... Uh, it was just watchable. It, it was disappointing. It, was, it wasn't disappointing. It was disappointing that it wasn't as bad as we thought it was yeah. going to be. Because I wanted to gain more joy from it. I wanted to laugh at it. And in the end, I was like, wow, Skimble Shanks is literally the best song in Skimble, the entire movie. Skimble Shanks is going to be my go-to pickup song from here on I'm out. I'm going to wake up every day listening to Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat. I'm going to walk walk to work and listen to Skimble Shanks the Railway Exactly. Cat. And you know what the other I thing is? I might buy tap shoes. You should. I should. You should live your trees. But also, like, what this essentially triggered was me remembering that I fucking love the the recording of the original musical. The 80s version. The 80s version. And we spent most of the last 24 hours listening to that. Yeah. And it fucking slaps. It slaps. <laughs> like, I know that Cats is a controversial musical for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. But it's... But today, we cast all that aside. We and we aside. become the concept of Cats fan cast. We... An- Fan cast? Are we fan casting the cats? Are we gonna say that Mr. Misopheles should be played by? Oh, I know. I meant like podcaster for fans, oh. but we can also we can also we fan can... cast. <laughs> we can. We're they're all played by actors, but we can make our own fan yeah. cast. We will. We will go through all the cats and think if they can or if, if what what are, what is their percentage of getting into Heaviside Lane? Yeah. <laughs> How many years they will have to wait? Because this mm-hmm. happens every year. As everyone knows, Jellicle Ball happens every year. Yes, it's a lot of cats. That's over. what Jellicle cats do mm-hmm. every year. One cat dies every year. That's, that's, <laughs> that's And we don't even, like, this is this is where I'm thinking this is a whole big fucking sham that old Deuteronomy has done. Because what they do is they put Memory Cat. <laughs> What's her name? Um, Memory Cat? No, I know her her name. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer um, Hudson. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson is her is her jellicle name. Hold on, I'm still on the. Um... We do have the thing open here. Well, that's a lot easier than me looking it up on my phone, hey. Um. 
Grisabella. Grisabella, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> they put Grisabella into a very shoddy looking hot air balloon and sent her off into the sky. And now, Does she get to heaven or does she just simply... Become... I think she she's going to like fall out. The, the wind in her sails <laughs> is going to stop somewhere in mid-Atlantic and she's going to fall to her death and get eaten by sharks. Not even drown. Get eaten by sharks. Cats don't swim though in general. But there's there's going to be shark infestation I right think, under her. I think that's a bad rep for sharks. Like, why would they go for me as a little cat? They got a whole bunch of fish. I feel like Grisabella, you know, there's like... She must have been singing the whole way there so they can, like, follow. It's kind of like sonar that they, like... Sharks are, like, famous for their great ears. <laughs> but it's it's the vibrations. Because Grisabella can sing so loud that the water will ripple. And no, that I think, will attract the sharks. I think the sharks just hear her. I think the sharks in just her have heart. Really, in their hearts. No, they just have really sensitive ears. Oh, they just have really sensitive ears. <laughs> you know what they say about sharks? Yeah. <laughs> Punch them in the nose. Amazing sense of hearing. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Sharks are amazing. We did a whole podcast about shark facts. <laughs> we did do that. And Have I you ever did... punched a shark in the nose? No, but if you an opportunity, I would. But not out of fear. Out of a... love. Have you ever touched a shark? No, but if I did, I would think they were smooth as hell. <laughs> they look so smooth. The sharks are smooth. Sharks are known to be smooth. There is no evidence um, saying that sharks aren't smooth. Touching shark would feel like gliding your hand through a jar of gasoline. Which is the exact opposite <laughs> as of, of all these cats. Like, all no, these specifically cats. the movie. Mm-hmm. If you touch them, it's just like metal. Like scraping it's, metal. It, is, it hurts. It's it's like it's like sandpaper. It's like sandpaper. Exactly. You know, cats Unlike sharks. Unlike who sharks. are like so smooth. Smooth as as a baby's butt. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let's do, do okay, okay, here's okay, the thing. Yeah. We will rate each cat that we care about. Because yeah. <laughs> we many don't cats. They, we don't know what they all are. Yeah. We don't remember them. And all. we will think in like how many years it will take for them to get to Heaviside later. What mm-hmm. do they need to bear with their performance? Yes. And then um we will do a fan cast of, of all the cats. Of like who could play this cat and get them into Heaviside Layer immediately. Oh, that's a good way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, who could do the performance justice? Yeah. Because also, cause because we were so much of the 80s like musical, we were also just like, oh, there's like a lot of songs that are really fucking good. Good, but, but they're bad not in the movie. Yeah, they're not good in the movie. <laughs> Except for Skimble Shanks, which Skimble is Shanks. better in the movie. We're here, we're, here, we're pro Skimble Shanks movie. This movie Skimble is your official endorsement to watch Cats purely for the Skimble Shanks number. Also because it like ele- like you watch the movie and you're disappointed. Yeah. You see Jason Derulo and you think he's not hip trusting enough. Oof, God. And you are let down constantly by the Lack performance and the weird framing yeah. and the like anti-musicalness of it all. Yeah. But then you see you don't know what to expect and suddenly someone starts talking about a railway cat and you're like well this can't be anything good because nothing until this point hasn't been anything good. And then suddenly it's transformed and you got lifted into a whole new plane of existence. Skimble Shanks fucking slapped. The tapping, the whole like little train trails, Ugh. it was so fun. It was a highlight of the movie. Call it, actually, if that if that song hadn't been in there, I would have said like it was just straight up a bad movie. Yeah, it wouldn't but be like Shanks any entertainment. Elevated to like watchable, watchable movie. Watchable movie. Shall we start off with our first cat? Who's the first cat we want to throw into the um, 
Okay. Heavy, our our heavy side. Uh, top, top of heavy side. Top of heavy side. Heavy side candidates. Yes. Monkey Strap. Yes. Monkey Strap. Okay. Monkey Strap, first of all, worst name. Worst name. Worst name. Uh, if the entire movie has. No the, strap on energy whatsoever. If he had a strap on, it would have, like, like not, actually not been good either because. Okay. So Monkey Strap uh, guides our main protagonist, Victoria, mm-hmm. around to meet all the cats in the movie. Yeah. Uh, unlike the musical where that just doesn't happen. He looks like and feels like and sounds like. And moves like a gaslighting boyfriend. <laughs> he is the toxic boyfriend that you've never wanted. He's but possessive. With. He he. Whenever you go out and you come back home, and Monk and Strap is there, sitting on in the corner of the apartment in, in an armchair, single, single light on. And when you move into the room, that's when they turn the light on. Oh, that's it. And they will ask, "Where have you been?" Exactly. Like the most intense fucking cat, and I don't trust him at all. No, the way he emotes at the end to old Deuteronomy's um, speech about cats not being dogs. Absolutely. This shouldn't be news to him. But the way he's reacting, I feel like it is. Actually, watch the movie just for that last bit where Judy Dench does her like, final monologue and just watch Monkenstrap. It's Monkenstrap, not Monkenstrap. Monkenstrap, yes. Monkenstrap. Um, he steals the show by being so like distracting and weird. I can't believe he chose that moment to be. Like, where was that energy when he was... Did he even try to get into Heaviside Lair? I, no, I think he wasn't really... No, no, no. He didn't have yeah. his own song. He was He was like, I'm too young to go to Heaviside Lair. Yeah, I'm, co- I'm too cool at this point. Yeah. My life is so fucking sweet, I don't want to die. Yeah, yeah. Which is the opposite energy than many other cats. Exactly. They beg for death. <laughs> <laughs> and Monk Strap, like, while he deserves death, it's not yeah. like um, Heaviside death, right? It's not like a, a reward. No, Here, no. Here, you, li- you get to die as a treat. No, as a treat. He's just like, he is bad vibes. Yeah. And, like, you don't want... You don't want your friend dating him. You don't want Jesus to, like, see him. <laughs> you don't want God to see his crea- his worst creation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be confronted yeah. with an image oh. that he shouldn't have ever made. Yeah. So, maybe, like... By the way, God, in my canon, is, like, in cat's makeup. Oh, shit. So you know who God is? The ultimate cat. The ultimate cat? Mustafa. <laughs> Mufasa? Mufasa? Why do I say Mustafa? <laughs> That was a stroke. That was a stroke from all the fun we've been having. That was like too big of a concept for me to realize. I was like, the big cat. The big cat is Mufasa. Mufasa is is gone. No! Aslan! (laughs) He's literally gone. No, no, Aslan is Jesus. Right. And Mufasa is gone. But who's old Deuteronomy? He's just old Deuteronomy. But he has to have a biblical... Um, Maybe he's like one of the... Moses? No. God talks to Moses. And Mo- look, listen, no, no, no. He is, he is Moses. No, he's Noah. Sorry, I'm getting the wrong guy. Uh, he's Noah because he decides who gets to live hmm. and who gets to die. Welcome to our biblical fact. <laughs> I think, I think, still Deuteronomy is more like you know. I don't know if he like dis- she they decide. <laughs> Non-binary king. Non-binary king. <laughs> oh, Deuteronomy. I don't think they decide. It's more like they they guide their like like apostles. Noah. I feel like this is like this is like you know one of those people who wrote the Bible. Okay, I'll... you know your Luke's. Yeah, your Pauls. <laughs> your Pauls. <laughs> your John. Your John's guiding the people like around them into being their best self yeah. to get into heaven. Okay, okay. You know, actually, I'll take it because she. Take it. But they... I think an argument could be made for Noah. Yeah, because we again. 
we are not sure if they go to whatever heavy side layer it is. Or if they just crash and burn into the yeah. Atlantic Ocean. So that in that way, that could be Noah in a way where she's like, I'm actually sending you, taking Grizabella, yeah. who's like a stinky cat. <laughs> stinky old. nice, but stinky cat. Stinky old. And I feel like maybe Noah was just like, you're not going to copulate anymore. You're not going to be for the advancement of the species. <laughs> Off you go into the Atlantic Ocean where you die. You know, I'm going to whittle until there's two good cats left. <laughs> I'm just like realizing, you know how Christian fundamentalists are like, evolution doesn't exist? Yeah. Noah literally does Darwinism. He literally does it. Oh my god. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Busted. Hey. hey, Christian fundamentalists. <laughs> yes. Ah, did it. What are you going to say about that? What's what your argument say? against that? <laughs> and you heard it, heard it here first? Cats. <laughs> podcast cats podcast our uh, where we do a biblical a mini mini biblical our segment of the biblical fan i cast. just forget it i just remember the thing <laughs> this cat no see i'm already having a cat so this podcast this podcast this podcast is about shrek yeah how are we gonna bring shrek into this look right now right now this is our special episode we should bring Shrek into this. Yeah, but look, this is our special take a sidebar. Let's take a sidebar. Okay. Is there <laughs> any cat energy to Shrek? Puss in Boots. <gasps> we have a whole cat. We'll just, we'll, we'll decide. Puss in Boots would we'll, get into heavy side. Well, layer. I was going to say, the last cat we judge is Puss in Boots. Okay. That's, that's, that's how we do it. That's yeah. how we wrap it all up in a neat bow. Okay. 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 End, end of sidebar. End of sidebar. Cool. <laughs> Next cat. No, no, first, no, first, first cat. Monkstrap. Monkstrap. Okay. <laughs> What percentage do you want to give him of going into the head? 77 years. Oh, that's how we're doing it. I thought percentage. I feel like it's nicer to judge how many years they will have to live until they get to heavy side layer. And is it cat years? Okay. What does it mean by cat years? Because I'm not sure how old cats become. Cats are like, you know, like 15 to 20, right? That's their like general I have no idea. I've never owned a cat. Hold on. (laughs) I want to keep seeing the recording. Uh, I agree. 77 years. 77 years? Yeah. But if they were played by... Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> himself, and not his fucking lookalike. No, yeah. So, he looks... Marcus Trapp looks like Robert Downey Jr., but, like, not Robert Downey Jr., but, like, Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man 3. Three where he's de-aged. Where he's de-aged in that moment where he goes to his, like, parents' last time that he speaks to them or whatever. It's that scene and that fucking scene in Rogue One where they have the, the weird... Car- like the weird Princess Leia, like digital. You mean uh, the last, uh, the last Skywalker? That's not no, one. no, no. The Rogue last... One, the end of Rogue One, right? Really? I'm no. pretty sure. There's like the scene where Leia gets the knowledge that they die for, and she looks like it's Carrie Fisher, but it's like weird, uncanny valley. I don't remember this. 3D animated. I've seen Rogue One, and I don't remember this. I'm gonna fucking show you the picture. It's fine. We're not gonna move on from this. <laughs> Rogue One Prince. So you're saying Carrie Fisher could play Monka Strap? Oh my god, she could. She could. Oh. Oh, she would bring a fun energy to it. She would. Leia. But him. But because. This one. Fucking look at her. No, that's not. This one. I love this visual. No. I love you guys (laughs) a visual visual reference in our audio medium. I can't stop until this is done. Is the video? It is. We have had one cat, and we're half an hour in. It's fine. It's gonna be a long episode. You need to play it by the mic. No, it's just for visual. This is not for the podcast audience. This is for you. Look at her. 
This is the end of Rogue One. She looks... She it's weird. It's Uncanny Valley stuff. It and it's weird. the same thing with Robert Downey Jr. And what I'm saying, I'm putting my foot down here. Let's stop doing that. Okay. Manga's but right. Manga's Trap should be played by Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That's it. Again, like, I don't even like Robert Downey Jr. that much, but I think you should play Manga's Trap. It, like, I'm like, fucking go for it. Yeah. We don't like Manga's Trap either. So yeah. Don't do the do little thing. Do cats. Yeah, exactly. Just as good. Just, Just as big a box of a success. Exactly. Okay. 77 years for Manga's Trap. Next cat. Um... Wait, I have to move Victoria. This. Let's fucking do Victoria. Yeah, let's do Victoria. Um, So she's not, like, important in the musical itself. But... The OG. Well, she touches, like, Grisabella's hands. Grisabella's hands. And um, that's, like, a big thing. That's a big thing. Um, she's like, touch me! <laughs> she does. Which is exactly huge for her. like that. Big, big moment for her. Um, Victoria is... Literally has no personality. No. And has an unnecessary romance with Mr. Mistopheles. Which makes no sense. And we all know Mr. Mistopheles is taken. <laughs> but we'll get that, to that later. So it's just, I it... want to say, do we all know? <laughs> we all know. It is a universally I kept thinking, that. like, it makes more sense to um, pair up Victoria with Rum Tum Tugger. And then you had a whole different... No, <laughs> Victoria is just joining the crew. She's so she new. doesn't need to lo- find romance immediately. Yeah. Like get to know your get to know the people around you. Yeah. Don't imprint on the first person you see. You'd like a fucking duck. strap almost <laughs> could have been her like I, I there was a moment where there was like I was like, don't go there. I thought Mangastrap was like the jealous boyfriend. Well, we yeah, both yeah. thought Mangastrap was the jealous boyfriend. It was, it was unnecessary. You don't need romance in Cats because yeah. it's already the most sexual musical you'll it ever see. It is so see. horny and Cats famously are not monogamous. Yeah. So like I feel like <laughs> Missing a great opportunity. Exactly. Here. We don't need it. They're all horny for each other, and that's yeah. fine. That's fine, except for two specific characters. Two we'll specific characters later. we will get into later. Um, they Victoria, have a whole story. Victoria needs time to grow, but like I think she could, like culture, like a she could create a personality after a few years. She's she's yeah she's she's too shy at this point. She's she needs shy. to find herself. She's yeah. still going over, getting over the disappointment of being like thrown, thrown out in the back by her previous owners. Yeah. She doesn't know what it means to be a jellical cat yet, even though old Deuteronomy says at the end that you're a jellical cat. I don't think she's yet. I don't think. I don't think she's there yet. She needs to grow into being. Yeah, a she needs to cat. be a little bit more. And you know, she only had her first year at the ball, mm-hmm. and like she has a plenty more years to like see cats die. And, and she <laughs> needs to find her talent most of all. She can dance, but like so can so many others. That's true. Can you beat Skimble Shanks the railway? Uh, actually, that's true. Like in a dance off, Skimble Shanks is fucking yeah. knocked everyone out of the park. And then we have a close up magician already, so that that's taken. So what I'm thinking. <laughs> and what are the talents you left? <laughs> I'm thinking for Victoria. I think she should get into competitive cooking um i think she should become like master chef whenever yeah, yeah. her but talent it wouldn't is be like so MasterChef. good that she eventually becomes a judge on master chef yeah she becomes like gordon ramsay she goes she first wins her season then she goes into all stars yeah wins that becomes audience favorite yeah becomes the judge of master chef and then she doesn't want to go into heavy side layer anymore yeah, exactly and, but and then she needs like the time to become like a washed up chef like she she yeah. she becomes really tough, like hard as nails, cat. Yeah, and then everyone's like, "Oh, she's actually like really awful in the kitchen because she like bullies everyone." And yeah. then she has like a big fall from fame, and she kind of has to find herself. And there needs to be like, there's like whole bunch of like reporting about like the toxic masculinity exactly. in like chef and en- environment, yeah. and how like even the female chefs sometimes buy into exactly, it, exactly, and how it's like how it needs to be reformed because mm-hmm. it doesn't work as it is. Exactly, like, Anthony Bourdain. I was literally it. about to say Anthony Bourdain like pipeline. Yeah, and then he like that unlike Anthony, he she becomes like wonderful. Wonderful and TV. Wonderful famous. and TV famous. Yes. 
and then she gets into heavyside. Yeah, then she gets into heavyside. <laughs> so I was, I'm thinking like 14 to 26 years. 26. 26. 26. Fine. I think 26 she needs time. Years. She needs time for her career. Yeah. 26 years. And who should she be played by? Who could to, like, pull off to, the to... chef persona? Exactly. Who would like? Who would sell? I have like the nice experience beer. the most. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a good one. Right. Yeah. I just had that moment. I was like, Sandra Bullock would do do that justice. And also, I would love Sandra Bullock to do like a little bit ballet. Yeah, me too. I think it would be just well. Tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just like as a treat. You kind of see, you kind of see Victoria grow into like Sandra Bullock. Like yeah. there is like because she leaves the ballet behind because she realizes that's not as original talent as she thought it was. Exactly. She's like all, cats all these can do fucking ballet. cats can do ballet. They're exactly. all like professional dancers. And if I'm I want to be chef. serious about getting into heavy side layer, I need to join I need chef. to step the fuck up. I need to like, get to ma- sign up for Master Chef. Win yeah. it. It's perfect. Okay. So Next 26 up. years for Victoria. Next one is... Mr. Mistopheles. Mr. Mistopheles! The magical My boy. Mr. <laughs> Mistopheles. Oh, oh, there never... No, oh, I never was there ever a cat as so clever, clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. And are they right? They are so right. Now, again, uh, I have to add, like, like movie Mistopheles, whatever. A little bit of a, like... A downer energy on that, Like, honestly, <laughs> He doesn't song... own the magic. The magic owns him. Exactly. And the song is weird. Abrupt. Weird. Uh, 80s Mistopheles, literally perfect. <laughs> you have... It's Mr. Ramtam Tugger singing Same. the whole song. Exactly. Telling everyone how great ma- magical Mr. <laughs> Mistopheles. Truly giving praise as someone who only seems to care for himself. Here we have Ramtam Tugger <laughs> going into explicit and sensual detail about the wonders of this magical Mr. Mistopheles. And magical Mr. Mistopheles sure plays the part. Seems to shine under Rum Tom Tugger's praise. Rita hadn't heard the 80s version until a, a half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Which propelled her into a deep niche <laughs> of Rum Tom Tugger and Mr. Mistopheles getting it on. That... Okay, here. <laughs> I need to explain myself. Okay, go for it. Because I feel like I'm going to change everyone's mind in this office. I don't think you're wrong either. Yeah. Because here we, the first we have Ram Tam Tiger, who are, we're not talking, can't say this enough. This is not, this section is not about Ram Tam Tiger. It's not. But Ram Tam Tiger has a song. Romance. And we hear Magical Mr. Mistopheles say, he's such a bore. Yes. And like, he's not. Like, <laughs> Ram Tam Tiger knows what's up. He's a, he's difficult and he loves it. Uh-huh. That's not what a bore is. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm sensing like a friendly little like rivalry here, right, like right, little right. bit like you know trading insults, but it's like actually flirting, <laughs> and like Rum Tum Tugger. to be added, Rum Tum Tugger like loves being loved, right? He and loves the to one be center fucker of attention. that is like, oh, he's a bore. Like he's gonna latch onto that and be like, yeah. I will change your mind. I I need everyone to love me, I need, especially it's, you. But but specifically you it's now. Specifically, because winning your favor right now. Would be it. Would make me complete. <laughs> it would make me complete. And so what he tries is then, when we get to ma- Magical Mr. Mistopheles number, he fucking tries so hard to, like, suck up to him. Mm-hmm. To be like, oh my god, I think you're so cool. And that kind of melts Mr. Mistopheles' heart. And he's like, here we have two showmen. Ready to fall <laughs> in love. <laughs> we both, like, feel the need. Like, also, Magical Mr. Mistopheles, like, 
his show is elevated by <laughs> Rom Tom Tugger. They are the perfect team. Again, because Rom Tom Tugger singing that song is so much better than Mr. Mistopheles singing that song. Oh, the, in the movie, magic. yeah. Mr. Mistopheles sings the song himself in the movie, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's such a boring thing. Yeah. He doubts his magic. N- my magical Mr. Mistopheles would it's never doubt himself. like, I know exactly. Like, sure, he's shy, but he knows what he's doing. In the staged musical from the 80s, he fucking shoots lightning out of his paws. Yeah. It's incredible. That that is not a cat who's afraid to be himself. Yeah, that's that cat. But that, that is cat. a cat who realizes he can shine under certain cats' attentions, <laughs> and together they can make the sh- a show that will last a lifetime. It, okay, um, which brings me to the point: he needs like a couple of years to get for him and Rum Tum Tugger to hone the show to perfection. Hone the show to perfection, because you know what? They're gonna be the first two cats to ever make it into Heaviside Layer together. together. <laughs> And that's why we also need the to talk about Rom Tom Tugger. The Patroclus of exactly. the Cats universe. And that's why this section is now suddenly also about Rom Tom Tugger. <laughs> okay, we do we do you do? Do they they go together like soup and bread <laughs> by themselves? They're fine. That's what you go with. They're together. They're fine, enjoyable. No, by themselves <laughs> they're fine and enjoyable. But when you bring them together, it's a whole meal. It's a whole meal. And we, you know, there's nothing better than a lunch or dinner of soup and bread. Exactly. And nothing better than a snack of soup or bread. Nothing better than soup and bread. Nothing be- Actually, that is like all the food groups right there. Yeah. Um, so Ram Tam Tugger is played by Jason Derulo yes. in the movie. Which like... And we have to say that it was... It, he he could have, like, I he think... He tries. He tries so hard, but it's obviously that Tom, Tom Hooper... Tomothy. Tomothy. Fucking didn't fucking care. I didn't want to do Rum Tum Tugger justice at all. I think Tom Hooper is intimidated by, by Rum Tum Tugger. Like, and Jason Derulo. And by their, their by the power that they could have had. Yeah. Like, I think Jason Derulo was perfectly capable of carrying the original energy of Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah. And then got cut down yeah. by the terrible framing and the... Like, the, lackluster musical number. The terrible um, sound mixing. And, like, just like staging yeah it was a bad it was bad but not because of jason derulo but because of tom hooper being a bad director yeah. and sometimes he was intimidated yeah. he wasn't ready to unleash whatever there was exactly and in the fucking 80s musical horniest cat i've ever seen <laughs> but like in an endearing in way. a praising way yeah you know we're just like this guy He's living his truth? He's living his truth. He is himself. He, when he gets offered a mouse, he wants a rat. Yeah. And when he gets offered a rat, he wants a fucking mouse. Yeah. You know? We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. Um, also, uh, and in the originals, in the original musical, um, Rumpton Tiger sings uh, Mr. Mistopheles' song. And in this one, it's like him and then the ensemble and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You need Rum Tum Tugger's energy, and Rum Tum Tugger was cut down in the movie. Rum Tum Tugger was done so dirty. Done so dirty. So, um, Tom, if you're listening. Tom, if you're listening. That was the biggest issue with the movie. I don't care about the cat hair. I don't care about the cat hair. I care about Rum Tum Tugger not getting his moment to shine. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think... Jason Derulo should, should be given stay, a, Yeah. Well, he needs a second chance. Yeah. He, needs he to deserves be a second chance. Exactly. Mr. Misopheles, I don't know who the actor is, so I'll just have hold to on. Okay. Yeah, in, a, in 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 the movie. Yeah. Probably a Broadway boy. Broadway boy. Yeah. But you know who should play him to really hone the magical act 
of Jason Derulo. Chris Angel. No. <laughs> no. Because also, like, this is also about audience optics. Uh-huh. And to get into the heavyset layer, you need to have, like, you need to have, like, a certain, like, pizzazz. And also, <laughs> it's it's important to be, like, kind of, like, topical celebrity a little bit. Because with, with Sandra Bullock, it, it works because it's, like, kind of, she's been, like, yeah. she hasn't been in big movies recently, so yeah. that's really her, like, way to her break her, her break her, her return yeah her return. her return to the white the big silver the screen, screen. <laughs> but like i feel like if we have jason derulo yeah who can musician, match that energy you have you have someone in mind it's none other than soon to be dune famous i knew you were gonna say timothy chalamet, timothy chalamet. i knew you were gonna say timothy chalamet and i kept thinking like you're not gonna really say timothy chalamet timothy i kept thinking he cannot get the energy. Rita, I disagree with this. No, but that's, this, this is Hollywood, Mari. <laughs> this part is pure Hollywood. Jason Derulo is not so much in the top charts as we would like to believe. Yeah. It's no longer 2009. Or, yeah. So As, as we've seen in Hustlers, you know, Jason Derulo was really big in 2009. <laughs> he was incredibly big in 2009. <laughs> oh my god, no, I mixed him up with Usher. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's just stupid. <laughs> Both actually, like, relevant to 2009. Yeah. But, things that Chalamet would bring the teen girls. I actually have to admit it would work. But, like, here's the thing. But Timothy... he needs, that. that's why they need to hone the act for a couple of years. But it's not here, okay, 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 okay. But you know the only one that can get the Timothy Chalamet, like, cheek is Greta Gerwig. So you need Greta to be, like, the director, the director. for their stage show. Greta Gerwig cats. <laughs> Greta Gerwig cast production. Because I think she's the only one that could Rome. get who would really understand like the the Timothy we need for this. He okay actually, hmm. I, we have two Mr. Mistopheles. I'm okay. giving you two. Okay, Timothy Chalamet or or Spider Man. Tom Holland. Yeah. No, Timothy Chalamet is uh, like a yeah. bigger. T- I like Tom Holland's. Okay, Tom Holland. Okay, wait, hold on. Tom Holland can dance though. He exactly. can fucking dance. And he's never... Has he been in a movie where he actually dances? No. Maybe... Has, has, was he in, like, a... Some sort of... No. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm mixing him with the Billy Elliot kid. I was about to say, like, do you think he was Billy Elliot? No, he... There... It's the... It's the... It's a country boy movie. It's a yee-yee movie. It's a gay <laughs> yee-yee movie from Wales. <laughs> the one with Robert Pattinson? The, no. the devil all the time? That's no. a yee-yee movie. No. Okay. Then I don't know. No, I'm, I'm talking about the Billy Elliot kid. <laughs> he's in the gay Yee movie from Wales. Oh, he's in uh, No Country for Old Men. <laughs> <laughs> he's from No Country for Old Men. God's, God's, God's own country. country. God's own country movie. God's own country. God's own country. <laughs> oh, you know Billy Elliot from No Country for Old Men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, but Tom Holland would get to dance and we would have to like there Actually, would something ha- would have to be done with his hair so he's no longer spider-man here's the thing i think tom Greasier, holland darker tom holland is like more shy boy like could pull off a shy mr mistopheles yeah. thing where and then then the pizzazz yeah better than timothy chalamet because yeah. t- timothy is just a little bit too a24 for this yeah yeah right now we, maybe it'll change after june like maybe maybe you know he'll grow yeah He's a lot. He's there's a lot still, in the there's still. <laughs> that boy has great prospects. Yeah, exactly. Like, if our, he like apply, only if he applies himself. Only if he applies himself. And I think Tom Holland could actually pull it off. And I think it'd be a fun duo: Jason Derulo, Tom Holland. Tom Holland doing close-up magic. 
Mars. Oh, that would actually that'd be, really be fun. Cool. I'm actually down for those. Okay, scratch that. And then like, Holland. and the, then like the little like flirty element in the background. <laughs> but how many sure. years would this duo take? Because yeah, as we they have well, to do we don't need Greta Gerwig anymore. That's no, a good we don't thing. need Greta. We can get another director. That's it's, fine. It's cheaper now. It's she- oh, do you think Greta Gerwig is that expensive? Um, like she's getting that like director fame. At yeah, this but point. it's not going to be more expensive than Tom Hooper. Like after this. Um, okay. They needed a a couple years to make their own show. And also fall in love properly. And, like, not, like, go to death immediately because they want to enjoy their labor of love. Yeah. 15 years? 15? Or 15? 15. Because they're both... They're also, older than like Victoria, and they have more they personality, are, and they've already honed the craft. Yeah, and they are also, like, just so ambitious. Yeah, they want to get to Heaviside Layer. Fifteen years, and the first cats that go to the Heaviside Layer together. They're gonna, yeah, that's the, they're gonna be like they're setting like Guinness World Records. Exactly, for this. exactly, and it'd be cool if they kind of like die in their prime. Yeah, because then you don't get the like. The like, fall from, from fall anything. from grace, yeah. Like you know, you either die at the top, they're doing Las Vegas or you whatever. D- either die a cool cat, or you you live, live long, long enough, enough to, to see, see yourself, yourself become become a Las Mr. Vegas act, uh, Las Vegas act, or uh, it's almost what is no what is the name? What's Not the evil cat? Macavity. Macavity. There we go. Okay. Uh, Macavity is next. Macavity is next. Perfect. Um, evil cat. Evil cat. Bad by cat. Idris Elba. Idris Elba, who really was just doing his job <laughs> the energy that he brings to his work is impeccable yeah. i wish every actor did it where you can see they're not in it but they like respect the audience to do the best they can yeah they don't care they're there to do their part mm-hmm. but they're, they're it's nine to five for them mm-hmm. and with cats specifically that is admirable yeah that you can treat cats as a nine to five mm-hmm. which he does he does and um did we listen to the 80s version? Or did we only listen no, to the... No, we didn't, actually. Okay, well, then we don't have anything to compare it to. Um, but the movie Macavity doesn't really sing except, like, a couple bars here and there. Yeah, he Taylor isn't... Swift is his spoke spokesperson. Bumblina? Bumblarina? Boob. 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 There's a cat called Bustopher Jones. That's James Corden! Oh, God. <laughs> Bumblarina. Bumblarina. There's so many fucking cats in this. Um, so, uh, doesn't... Uh, he's bad. But he takes he's like, part in a drug trade. The catnip? The catnip. He also kidnaps people. So kidnaps people. people. Cat. <laughs> yeah, we're not afraid to joke in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we're not afraid of comedy on this podcast. Yeah. We go straight to the point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't feel like he's, like, he's, like, like fun evil. He's not, like, the, the, the awful boyfriend. Yeah, he's more he's like not, he's, he's not more like, like Jeff Bezos. Is he? He's more like an entrepreneur who just doesn't care. Yeah, for, maybe. Like you know, he wants to get into Heaviside Layer so bad, but I don't understand. I don't think he knows what Heaviside Layer I is. I think he needs time to figure out what it is, and then decide if he actually wants to do that. Heaviside Heaviside Layer is his penis rocket. Yes, exactly. And he'll go there for six seconds and then be like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do go this back anymore. Down. Yeah. So that's why so, he shouldn't get there yet. He needs time. He needs time. He also needs to kind of, like, not kidnap people. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be, like, fun. Like, 
good like workers rights you know don't yeah. kidnap like let people perform don't yeah. be afraid of their talent yeah home your talent and just because you don't cannot sing does yeah. not mean that others should not sing and there's other ways to do it as we saw with sandra bullock exactly so what if we um how gave did, him a he... new like yeah. talent that's not how does crime? he get to have his like layer um he gets really as idris elba i feel like it's fine if it's idris elba. i think idris elba um idris elba work yeah you know he, he just puts the time. He, he exactly. He's worked. He, he he's he's worked. I really want to see Idris Elba put together, um, like miniature figurines, <gasps> dollhouses. Yeah. Or more like scenes. Like um, like you know how you, you can put oh maybe like those ships, and like in the bottles. No, no, the, actually maybe. That's, Why not? that's a whole new that's more difficult because that always raises the question how did you get it into the bottle well exactly and that brings that kind of magical whimsy that most yeah. of the cats have exactly what if he becomes an expert ship in the bottle builder detailed work as well because uh-huh. he certainly needs something to keep him focused and imagine him just like getting really into that he would start to dress as a little sailor yeah gets a little sailor hat a little, little um because he applies himself. Yeah. This is like a turnaround for Matavity. And he has style. He has style. We, that's the only thing he does Deuteronomy, like I feel like Deuteronomy is like partial to style. Yeah. Because she likes the fur coat yeah. and the looks. Yeah. You know what? I think that like Matavity to Heaviside Layer Pipeline could be shortened significantly with this new direction. Of course, No, because needs... it takes forever to do that shit. I know. He needs to learn the skill, actually. Yeah, he needs to learn the skill, and then the actual act of putting ships in bottles takes a long time. And you know what's his real heaviside layer? What? His heaviside layer is the fun he has while building the boat yeah. along the way. Yeah. So in the end, the heaviside layer no longer is the dream. Yeah. The boats in the bottle are the dream. Yeah. And then it's just like a fun surprise at the end. Yeah, so let's give him, um, like, 60 years. 60 years is 60 a good years. one. Like, yeah. you know, he's old and he's like, ah, I've lived a good life. And then and then at that point, old Deuteronomy is like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Wanna die? Wanna die. And he's like, you know what? I just finished the perfect boat. Yeah. It's not gonna get better than this. Exactly. Let's go. Let's go. And he sings, like, a little, um, uh... Like a shanty. Like a shanty. That's beautiful. And, yeah. and all the cats get... Because the cats have also started to love him. And mm-hmm. he's no longer feared. Yeah. So all the cats sing the shanty with him. Yeah. That's a final, final farewell mm-hmm. to my cavity. Beautiful. Um, let's fucking do the um, fucking... Buster Jenny for Jones. Oh, okay. Should we do them together? No, let's do them separately. Okay. They have separate songs. Buster for Jones... <laughs> Played by James um, McAvoy. By Josh Groban. By uh, Jeremy, Mar- Jeremy Renner. By Gene Kelly. By Gene Jess- Kelly. Gene Kelly. By Jessica Biel. By James Corbin. <laughs> by Jeremy Jeremy Corbin. Jeremy Corbin. Jeremy that, Corbin. That's his name. That's Jeremy Corbin uh, performing Buster for Jones. Worst song. Worst? Absolutely the pits. No, sorry. Not musical. like... Not actually, not the worst song. Performance, um, bad performance, but somehow, so I v- violently dislike Jeremy Kyle. Yeah, um, and I think 
You know that I don't know who Jeremy Kyle is. Like we keep doing this bit where I say Jeremy Kyle. Is he the guy that does like the, the Jerry Spring- Springer stuff? Jerry Springer stuff. But for UK. Yeah, that's what it is. Isn't I it? think so. And I will not look this up and I will not be corrected by the internet. No, nobody tells us what the truth is. Yeah. Don't tell us. Th- that's the truth in this moment. In and this we moment. Will live by it. And it doesn't matter to you, listener. It's fine. Yeah. But in any case, um he uh, is insufferable. Insufferable. The worst actor, and he's in everything. He's in the Cinderella thing, and we all we we're recording this like a week after that whole like video of him like being a mouse, and being a mouse, frosting. Yeah, and we're still like heavily affected by we it. We are. It's part of our psyche, and we keep seeing it every time we close our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow, when he was performing as the cat. He was less insufferable because he was finally doing something that where he wasn't like sh- letting himself. his personality shine, shine through. Exactly, he was not himself, and that was fine. Exactly. Then every time we got glimpses of himself, which happened every now and then, I wanted to punch him in the balls. Yeah, really hard. Um. So overall, the song did not interest me. It's just about a cat being like fat, and it's and, like whatever. Yeah, whatever. Eating food. Fine, good for you. Good for you. Um, he's, a, he's a freak and he loves to eat from trash can. I'm like, that's good for the yeah. environment. Yeah, exactly. Environmental oh, yeah. warrior. Eco king. Yeah, eco king. <laughs> Maybe that's his thing. Because I don't think like yeah. eating eating is not like eating. Eating is not isn't a enough for that. But if he becomes an eco king, like he really hones like you know the freak and eco terrorist. Eco terrorist. Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. Eco terrorist. Eco terrorist. So it's blowing he up shows reactors. that he cares that the cats. Have a good future. Yeah, exactly. He he starts blowing up like um uh oil rigs. Oh, the things. Yeah. Nuclear. Okay, here's a, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say this controversial. I'm for nuclear, like, power plants. I don't know enough. Okay, fair enough. I've seen Chernobyl, and I'm like, as yeah, long, but that's as long not... as they don't actually, as long as they don't blow up, it's fine. That's literally what it is. Yeah. That's like that's my vibe too. I'm not against nuclear energy at all. Um, I also don't think any eco-terrorist at any point should blow up a nuclear reactor, like a nuclear um, plant. You know, but the Josh Groban, uh, Bossifer Jones Buster. would, so yeah. we need to recast him. Yeah, we do. Um, I'll just what if be someone okay, what who if doesn't blow it up. What if, it, what if it's real Josh Groban? He can sing. He can sing. He has, like, the energy of someone who could be really ecological. You know his look? Yeah. He could do that. He could do it. And also, like, we know he has, like, a little bit of humor in his heart. Yeah, he does. Because he's been in... What is... What, what, what's the sitcom he's in as a joke constantly? Trash Groban. Is it 30 Rock? Something like that. It must be 30 Rock. So you know. Yeah. He has a little twinkle in his eye. A little twinkle in his eye. Exactly. I think I think he could do a good Buster for Jones. Yeah. An eco-warrior eco Do the musical Jones. numbers justice. Yeah, exactly. Because this was just nothing. Yeah. It wasn't bad nor good, but I absolutely fucking despise yeah. um, the current actor. <laughs> yeah. Who, who shall not be named by his real name. By his real name. We will not call him by his name. His he who, who, he's James, Voldemort. Um, James Voldemort. Kimmel. I don't know. <laughs> James Voldemort. James Voldemort. <laughs> James Voldemort. James Riddle. Um, um, so I think, you know... I Jimmy think... Kimmel, that's his name. Sorry, I just like, I <laughs> Jimbo Kimmel. Jimbo Kimmel. Um, Seth Myers. I feel like this could be like among the shorter paths to Heaviside Layer. Yeah, because we're kind of like almost there. I feel yeah. like it, it's literally like five years. I was thinking exactly the same. Five years. Five years with Josh, Gro- actual Josh Groban, real Ghost Groban as Buster for Jones, eco terrorist, <laughs> setting minks free. Yeah, chaining himself to trees. Yeah, busting... blowing up. Busting out big corporations. Yeah. 
blowing up no not blowing up oil tanks that's actually counterproductive that's because that's counterproductive. like gets to the ocean and yeah stuff. exactly but maybe like also finding radical ways to clean the yeah. ocean yeah yeah taking over airports yeah that kind of stuff yeah five years five years Beautiful. Five years till later. Um, Jenny and your dots. Jenny and your dots. Uh, again, one of those moments where, like, this was the worst part of the movie. Absolutely. Easily the worst part of the movie. Yeah. But the thing is that there were so many other things that, like, really were so much more watchable that this was so obviously the bad thing. Yeah. And everyone focuses on this being the worst part of the movie with but it's like, good it, reason. It's, it's, but it's boring worst. It's boring worst. And then you watch the original and you're like, this song fucking slaps. The song is fun. We have a tap number. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's fun and... We have cool costumes. Yeah. We have great energy. We have yeah. beautiful singing. Yeah. We have little fun, like little jokey bits that are not like the jokey bits that we had here, mm-hmm. which is again just like fun fat jokes. I forgot that in this movie, like just to like momentarily go back to Rumpel Tugger, his the added thing with Rumpel Tugger and Jason Derulo was that he constantly got undermined by shitty Rebel Wilson jokes. Yeah, and that was honestly what made that song so much worse. And that chips away his power. Yeah, Rumpel Tugger is Has... a sexual being. Who's <laughs> being undermined by Rebel Wilson, who is not funny. She's not funny. Rebel Wilson can be funny. Yeah, but she's not funny in this. Not one. funny. She's in this anti-comedy one. Oh, in this one. It's so. Oh God. So, um, Jenny Anna needs a, needs a serious recast. Yeah. Uh, someone who can do the whimsy of the original song. Sing. Yeah. But she has a good, um, basis, right? Yeah. She wants the workers to work. She, she's about, she wants, like, the improvement of society. Yeah. She teaches those who can't teach themselves, yeah. like mice and cockroaches, yeah. to read, to crochet, to do, like, all kinds of self-improving things. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like that is a skill. I think so too. So she deserves, you know, she deserves someone who's like whose heart's in it. Yeah. To be cast as someone whose heart's in it. Mm-hmm. So who should she be? Jenny Any Dots. <gasps> Helena Bonham Carter. Perfect. Literally perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect casting. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And that would get her quite a short amount of time. But but that's the thing. She, does she want to? Because she enjoys teaching. She enjoys. If she okay, dies, yeah, 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 she's yeah. gonna leave these mice and cockroaches by themselves. She needs a little bit of time to like get get to, get to a, it. She needs to be a mentor. Yeah. To Jenny and Dots two point and that takes a little time to get them into the headspace and the dedication and all of that. So, ten years. Ten years. Ten years. That's that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, do we want to do? Gus? Yeah. I think Gus literally has it all. Like, he's going to be the next one. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things, like, the only reason it wasn't Gus is because... Grisabella was, like, Grisabella. new to play the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think literally, like, next year. Yeah, next, next year. year. Just being Ian McKellen, you can see doing Ian the McKellen. same exact number. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, and he, it, he, was a, it was a weird, that was the moment when we were, like, watching the movie, and we were like, this is the first time this movie, like, quiets down and focuses on something. That was when it got good. Because, <laughs> like, from that moment on, it was Gus, it was Skimbleshanks, it was Memories, it was, um, Mr. Mistopheles, which wasn't good, but. Which wasn't good, but, like, And, like, McCavity was listenable. Yeah. You know, even though it's Taylor It's Swift, a fun jazz number. It's a fun number. It's a fun number. 
Um, so, you know, at this point, we were, like, kind of, like, we were, like, oh, wait, this is... We, were, we, we started to pay attention we to the movie, is what we movie. did. That's exactly We that went point. from not watching it to watching it. Yeah. So, um, Gus, next year, that's next fine. Next year, it's fine. Yeah. A- everything as is. Yeah. Old theater cat. Has a fun theater number, reflecting, yeah. you know, yeah. a little bit pathetic. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little, a little bit, bit, a little bit pathetic. pathetic. That's great. We love that. Yeah, he gets love pathetic pathetic this year. Yeah, we love it. Um, Grisabella, already it's got already gone. Why are we exactly? Even, like, why are we were we rating? Was she? Did she deserve it? Yeah. I think so. She's, Beautiful think number. Fine. Yeah. Like even if even if like Gus just by like pure physiology deserved yeah. to go to Heaviside later, like just like before he like died for real. <laughs> Grisabella just like he she was like smart enough she she had an ally yeah Victoria so mm-hmm. she that demonstrates value mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she knew to like pl- play the like right parts yeah and she had a beautiful song who knew how long she'd been sitting on that song just ready to bust yeah Andrew Lloyd Webber how long have you yeah. been sitting on that song I um I somehow just have so much respect for I have no respect for Andrew <laughs> Zero. Zero. However, the fact that he knew that this song fucking slapped Slapped. so much that he was like, I'm going to wait for the perfect musical to put this in. He's right. He's right. He's right. He knows it's worth. So Grisabella already got to Heaviside Layer, and that was valid. Yeah. It's fine. Good. Skimbleshank. Skimbleshank. Skimbleshank, the railway cat. Perfect. Of the railway train. Literally perfect. The be- like absolutely the best part of this entire movie. I can't remember the last time I've been so invigorated by a musical number honest, in a movie. Honest to God, honest to God, this was like Moulin Rouge level the staging, of songs that just got you. The staging was perfect. Yes. The framing was fun. Yes. It was the first time we were like, oh, this is what you're trying to do. Oh, this is a musical. Yeah. I forgot that this was a musical. Yeah. Um, the like build up. Yeah. The tap number. The drama. The little fun little, like, when they go to the train car. Yeah. And it's it illustrates so the song. Yeah. The outfit. The outfit was classic. With the little red mustache. overalls. Yeah. With the little mustache. Hat. Perfect. Tap shoes. Skimbleshanks is the perfect cat. Skimbleshanks is the perfect cat. And I don't know what that means, because I don't want him to go to heavy side. He's got a lot of, tri- like, tapping to do. See? That's the thing. Because I was thinking, like, I was thinking he would have gone to heavy side layer this here yeah if it hadn't, hadn't been for grisabella that's what i have with gus yeah and the, but it's kind of the same you know like it's kind of like because then it comes to gus yeah and i think he would he's actually chosen to go to heaviside layer next year yeah but he doesn't he gives his specific place to skimbleshanks no go go skimbleshanks gives his place to gus okay because he's yeah. a good cat. He's yes, a railway he's a, cat. He's a railway cat. And he enjoys his service. Yeah, he enjoys his service. And he will serve others and then yeah. serve Gus up to the gods. And give <laughs> on a little train. In a little godly a train. Balloon. Sky train. <laughs> a little sky train. Um, yes. And you know what? He doesn't need he doesn't need the hot, hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. He will tap his way into heaven. He will tap his way into heaven. <laughs> he will tap into the sky. It, there will, will be like infinite you. stairs. And he's just gonna tap up the stairs. Yeah, honestly, I I have so much respect for what the movie did with that number because we we listened to the original. And we were like, it's fine. The, the this was the only part that was improved by the movie. Yeah, yeah. the only thing yeah. that was improved by the movie. But they should have made the entire movie a tap movie. Yeah, that would have been incredible. Actually, <gasps> all the cats were tapping. That would be so fun. Anyway, lost opportunity. Yeah. So two years, but 
you rose up the point that does he want to? Well, that's what I kept thinking. Like, I'm just like, I feel like he's just like living his life. He has so much joy in his heart. Yeah. He doesn't need Heaviside Layer. Not yet. I think, I don't, I think Old Deuteronomy is not going to be the one to send him into Heaviside Layer. He's going to become the new Deuteronomy. Or one day he just transcends. Outside of the ball. Outside of the ball. Yeah. He doesn't need the Chelico ball he has, to get to Heaviside yeah, Layer. Yeah, yeah. It will just be like godly intervention of like God Himself. Mufasa will come down the stairs, extend his paw, and be like, "Come, my son." And then, oh, Skimble Shanks will turn around, do a little tap pirouette, and disappear. That's it. That's perfect. You got. You hit the nail on the head. If Mufasa is God, so we can. And save Aslan the year. is Jesus. Who is Simba? The Holy Spirit. Okay, perfect. Yes. And Scar is Satan. Judas? Oh. <laughs> Makes more sense. <laughs> Makes more sense than Satan. Although, the bit where he, like, you know, that's kind of a kiss in Lion King where he, like, drops Mufasa. Mufasa's kind of a... not the one who would get kissed. It's Aslan. It's Aslan, I forgot. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> this is not the Bible fan cast with cat. Of all cat Today, creatures. it's a Bible fan cast every other. Yeah, oh, so by the way, Skimbleshank, um, I think we can do the same actor. We don't know who it is because it's like one of the But raw ones. power. Yeah, raw power. Like, said, again, perfection. Perfect, perfect. Literally Wouldn't perfect. change a fucking thing. Perfect. Which is the first in a Tom Hooper movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time where we respect Tom Hooper. It's yeah. probably the only time we respect Tom yeah. Hooper. So enjoy it, Tomothy. Yeah, Tom, if you're listening, well, you you are listening. For this, we will what say else are you good doing? job. <laughs> are, you direct- <laughs> are you directing another movie? I don't think so. So for this, we applaud you. Yes. No, we tap so you. Salute you. <laughs> we tap you. Tap for you. Tap our feet and we tap our head with our salute. Yeah. Are there any other cats? Um, can you like go down the list? I think we have Bumblerina. No, that was... Doing that was kind of part of McCavity. Yeah, she's not. She's not going. She's not doing her own song. Yeah, she needs to figure it out. It's more. No, there's nothing. That's there's it. There's the there's the twins, but I, I don't, don't care, care not, for the twins. They, don't do they didn't deserve their Rumble place in the musical. Monk, the actual musical. They don't deserve their place in this movie. It's the worst song. It's boring. It's a yeah. If you have cat thieves, make it sexy. Yeah, it's not sexy. It's, it's weird. <laughs> it's. It felt like it felt the movie made it weird. We have the twins, the dancing twins, the, the second not, dancing twins. We, they are the yeah. Beyonce twins. Yeah. Is that what I call them? Yeah. The bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie. <laughs> I think that's it. Well, we just made the perfect cats film. We made the perfect cats film. Um, oh, the most important cat of them all, Puss in Boots. Oh, Puss in Boots. So Puss in Boots has the talent. Talent kills Talent. people. Kills people. Murder. Murders for money without getting caught. Yeah. That's a good skill. That's a really good skill. And I feel like that's like more straightforward. That's like better than like whatever McCavity does. He also can sing. Which he also can like sing. Like he can he can keep up with the cat's cast. He has pizzazz. He's pizzazz. He's acrobatics. He's acrobatics. He has beautiful boots. Yeah. And a beautiful hat. Mm-hmm. So and like swords. he he has like it's different energy to Rum Tum Tugger. But he would literally slot into that cast like 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 without a heart like you, a, you would qu- you don't question it for a second yeah nothing would change 
So it's his demonstration that he asks Deuteronomy, who do you want me to kill? And Deuteronomy gives him 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And depending on how well, how quickly, how, like... Deuteronomy would also, like, appreciate it being, like, a painless death. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, ethical. So, yeah, if it's, if it's like, a drawn-out... If, like, Puss in Boots messes up, like, fucks up completely... Yeah. And, like, ends up, like, in, like, giving, like, a horrible death. Like, drowning in your own blood kind of death. <laughs> yeah. Deuteronomy would be like, not, not, sir, not today. Not today. You need to hone your craft yeah. a little more. You need to kill a couple more people. <laughs> but what about... Shrek 2, Puss in Boots. Where he just stops killing people. Has, is it ever explicitly said that he retires? No. It he does it on the never, side. never says that he retires. He does. You know what he does? He just gets friends. He starts behind the scenes, without Shrek knowing, offing people that disrespect Shrek to yeah. make his life easier. That's it. And that's why we get to Shrek 3, which is a horrible movie, because yeah. Shrek doesn't have any proper opposition anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was wrong with Shrek 3. That's what was wrong. Puss in Boots needed to let Shrek grow because you only grow in uncomfortable situations. Exactly. So um, that actually makes... I think Puss should like like get a couple more years. Yeah. Like like 10? Start think Like not kill like willy-nilly like he does for Shrek yeah. it, because of Shrek 3. Mm -hmm. He needs to only accept like gigs. Yeah. You know, he needs to only kill for other people. Exclusively people he doesn't know. Yeah. And that other people have motives for killing, but he doesn't yeah. need to know the motive. He doesn't need to know he needs to be he a pure needs, assassin. He needs, he needs the target and he needs the money. And that's he needs all. to become a pure assassin. Exactly. And then when he does that, I'm going to give him 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. And then he goes yeah. head to head later. Yeah. And then Deuteronomy's like, You kill so good. <laughs> you kill so fucking good. You kill so good. You kill so fucking good. You get to go to heavy side later. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's all the cats from the musical cats. That's that's all the cats from the cats. You know what? I feel like this. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I feel like this movie <laughs> has been a real chariot ride. <laughs> we strapped ourselves <laughs> to the horses. <laughs> And we traverse through. We lit the, the cat the torches on fire. The, we, we lit the torches on fire. The horses on horses fire. Horses on fire. <laughs> we were like, I'm imagining like Hunger Games. I'm imagining the horses are on fire. <laughs> Just fully ablaze. That's as fine. we run. Um, but yeah, we've come to the end. We are now going into the episode later. We <laughs> we demonstrated and our we'll value be and talent next week. Oh my god. Oh wait, I have to choose movie. Yeah. To show you now? What movie? Yeah. Wait, put this it away. Is... Put, like, put it a little farther away, because otherwise you can't hear me. Huh. I'm worried about that. So I decided to change my movie. Because we said we were going to do a movie, and then I was like, I'm not sure if we can actually get it watched. Like, I can watch it. Oh, fair. But then I realized, I want to keep going in the theme we're currently going in. Oh no. And this is the movie I said to you yesterday oh I haven't seen but you have oh no but I know the text from beginning to end we're watching Phantom of the Opera <laughs> <laughs> Christine <laughs> wait that's one of my big ass candles and that's where our chariots bursted in fire that's exactly we're, no we're changing we're changing our chariots 
To a canoe. To a, to a glorified canoe. To, to a glorified canoe. One of those Epcot gondolas. Epcot gondolas. That we cannot get parked fucking anywhere. Yeah. I'm so... I literally thought and I was like, I'm gonna fucking... Like, I have... N- I have never... So, I want to say, I know the Fountain of the Opera intimately, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Eric go way we're back. Lovers. <laughs> yeah, we're lovers. Move over, Christine. Well, Christine moved yeah. over. She chose someone else. And uh, all of this love is me. Yeah. Um, no, but like, I know the musical very well. Yeah. I have never seen the movie. I feel like you're making a mistake. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm proud of this, but I also know that Andrew Lloyd Webber had so much influence on this movie and he had no influence on Cats. And I just want to see if that matters at all. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take this. After this one, watch Jesus this Christ, is... people suck. <laughs> I'm practicing for my Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber musical marathon because yeah. I'm going to go see the actual Phantom of the Opera in Helsinki and then the Swedish Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. So I need to know the, like, you know, I need to know nuts. what I'm getting into. Do we need to rate cats? Um, maybe. On three. Oh, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. (laughs) Just with the first thing that comes into you. Okay. On three. One, One, two, two, three. three, Sixty-nine. For. I was was thinking sixty-nine, and then I was like, "It's not horny enough. It wasn't." But it's. I'm. That's not why it's hundred. Hundred would be. I, I'm sick of 43, and I want to... Wait, hold on. I need to look. Let me get my calculator out. I don't do this by brain like you probably thought I did. Before you saw me in action in real life. I always thought you were like... The, the final grade. No. For Cats by Tom Cooper. Goodwill Hunting is the math boy. I haven't ne- I've seen neither movie. Me so. neither. Cool, great. I think... No, it is Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption is like... It's you know also what jail, I... but it's like run, running away from a jail. It's Goodwill Hunting in jail. I don't no, know. No, it's at a school because he's like he good, get, go Goodwill Hunting is a is a janitor in oh, the. Oh thing. right. Well, also, school the, is kind of a jail. I didn't realize the movie was like Goodwill Hunting. I thought it was like Goodwill Hunting. Like we're hunting for goodwill. Oh, no, I I thought it was good. <laughs> people will be hunting. <laughs> good people do be hunting. Good people do be hunting. But then it turned out that Will Hunting is a person. Is the person? Is Matt Damon? No, Matt Damon me. should be fan cast into the into the cats ensemble. He could be one of the twins and like try to elevate it. Yeah, I think that would work. He'd play both of them. He'd play both of them exactly. Monk. No. no, it should be. Um, no, actually, I, at the moment I said that, I was I cut myself off. I don't because they are this. thieving cat. George Clooney and Matt Damon Perfect. should be the twins. They should the weird incestuous twins the that we have, twins. and because they steal like oceans. Yeah. 11, and two. they're heist cats, which yeah. elevates the entire concept of this. And cats. it's weird that we don't like the number because they're heist cats, but that's because it doesn't like the honor the. Doesn't hit. It's, it doesn't honor the energy of a heist. Oh, a bigoted crimes. Yeah, the final grade for cats is a fifty-six. That's fine. That's fine. And again, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of movies that are around that time that that number. We love our fifties. We love our fifties. And cats is not as bad as you think. 
just watch it for skimble shanks or just and, watch skimble shanks on youtube yeah, forever but, but but it's not as good because you need to be disappointed by the first yeah, half you of need the movie to be disappointed. and then skimble shanks hits so much harder that's the thing i think you need to watch like jenny and Andy dots and jeremy runner and all that yeah before you get to skimble shanks so you can really like you understand what like good musical art looks like exactly and, and after that, watch the uh, the staged the staged video of like Rump- I was gonna say Rumpelstiltskin, Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> and then after that, the stage art show the musical number of Mr. Mistopheles, which is what we're gonna do right now. What 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 is? We're doing it in a room. You should do anything. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.